0: Before we start the show, I want to remind you that I just updated my free course, How to Build and Monetize a Following in 90 Days or Less, which will teach you how to do just that. And I uh, announced it on the last episode. I will say that I am kind of disappointed in you guys because I didn't know I did this on the last podcast. I I accidentally recorded my mess up uh, or I left in my mess up at the beginning of the podcast where I dropped an F-bomb and then I got started on the show and then someone reached out to me that morning and said, hey, like, I just wanted to let you know that you did this and I was going to change it. But then I was like, hold on, I want to make this a social experiment where I just see how many people even reach out to me and let me know that I dropped an F-bomb accidentally at the beginning of my podcast. Not that I'm opposed to saying that word uh, on the show, but just that, uh, you know, I, I, I'm i saying it because I messed up and then I restart. And uh, only one of you reached out to me. Of the hundreds of you that listened to that episode, only one of you reached out to say, hey, Derek, there's a mistake in your last podcast. So I just want to say that I am very disappointed in all of you. You should be very ashamed if you heard that and did not reach out to me. I'm going to leave it there just to see uh, over time how many people actually correct me on this. Uh, But yeah, I just want to let you know before you start your day that I'm super disappointed in you. Otherwise, yeah, go grab that course and then I won't be. All right, let's get started with the show. What's up guys, welcome to the Social Media Entrepreneur's Podcast, teaching you how to become a full-time entrepreneur by leveraging modern-day social media growth strategies. I'm your host, Eric Vidal, and on today's episode, we are talking about sales tactics I shouldn't be teaching, part 7. If you are not familiar with this series... Get ready to get familiar with it, my friend. You are going to want to go back and listen to all other six parts if you haven't yet because if you don't understand sales, you don't understand marketing at the level that you need to. You might be thinking, well, why do I need to learn these in-person sales techniques if I don't really sell my product face-to-face? Well, the chances that you will actually be met with selling your product face-to-face to someone at some point, even if it's like on a B2B level are very very high and also in order to write copywriting and understand marketing you have to understand the core psychologies that encompass these sales strategies so uh, today we are going to be talking about a tactic it is commonly referred to as off-selling but i like to call it uh, saying something that makes the customer think you don't make commission and that is what we are really trying to do because when you are in a sales setting and the, the customer thinks, man, this person is just trying to make money off of me, I don't know to, if I should believe anything that they're saying about their product, uh, of course they're going to say that, they're a salesman, uh, they're trained to say that, they're going to say that no matter what, they're just trying to make commission. If you can say something that breaks that uh, you know, impression of you and they think, wait, is this person like, do they... Do they even make money off of the sale? Like, are they, are they just like an hourly worker? Like, why would they even say something like that? This makes it so that now the dynamic is you and your customer versus the company. It's you two trying to get the best deal, trying to find the best solution from the company, and uh, it's just a much more comfortable setting. And now they will believe. Pretty much whatever you tell them if they believe that you are on their side, which you are, um, but just when you get into these sales conversations, a lot of times notion is they're just trying to take my money so I can't really believe anything that they say. So a very easy way to break this uh, belief that they have about you is to use an off-sell. So an off-sell is where you actually don't recommend one of your products to a customer that you're selling to. So an example that I had back when I was selling Cutco knives, we sold like all the different kitchen accessories and gadgets too. We had a wine opener that was just not a very good product, honestly, like compared to all the other products which were amazing, the wine opener was really just not that good and And uh, the commission wasn't great on it either. So that's why it really didn't matter that I off sold it. But I would just leverage it as a means to if I especially if I ever felt the customer thought like I was trying to, you know, be too salesy, and and they didn't really understand uh, that I was there to help them. If I could tell that the notion was that I would make sure to say, hey, by the way, like everything that the products, the product catalog is really good. But just make sure don't buy the wine opener. Honestly, like, I've tried it versus some other wine openers in stores. Like I might recommend this one instead or this one instead. But yeah, our wine openers is not as good as the other products. And by saying that, I have now offsold a product that was going to be hard to sell anyways. And I have let the customer believe, like, okay, this guy is really here for my best interest. And I, I always want to say, like, because I am. Like, you really are. If you're doing sales correctly, you really are. I'm not just saying, like, here's how to make them think that you're on your their side when you're not. I'm just saying, like, here's how to let them know that you actually are. All right? Just to clarify that. Uh, but, yeah, so using an off-sell. Another thing you could do is if, if you're like a digital education business and um, you, maybe you only sell one offer. Like for me right now, I actually only sell one major offer. But what I might off sell is, you know, I've done this program some other ways in the past and, and you would certainly be someone that I would say not to do one of those programs. Um, the way that I have it lined up now, though, it is exactly what you told me you're looking for. And you can just even offsell, like, you know, if this was in the past, if this was how I used to do this program, I wouldn't even recommend it to you, but blah, 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 right? And we're just trying to say something that a salesman wouldn't say. Uh, another time that you can use this, I mean, you can really find uh, a, a ton of different opportunities to do this throughout any sales presentation. And a lot of them won't be common opportunities. They will be very unique to that sales presentation. So you just really want to have this understanding. This is why uh, understanding the concepts of sales and marketing is really the only way to get good at it. Because otherwise, if you're like, I don't have an off uh, opportunity, so okay, cool. Thanks, Derek. You didn't really help me out. If you're not understanding what I'm saying, which is just say something that a salesman would not say to them and they wouldn't expect you to do, to break the wall that they think, hey, this person is just here to take my money is the goal. So uh, really be be watching out for it. But let's say the customer says something like, you know, uh, I think I might get like a, a, another brand or I, I really like my, uh, l- let's say in the, the case that you're selling kitchen accessories, uh, we had cookware as well. And I say, yeah, the knives are great. The cookware is great. They say, oh yeah, we, we already have great cookware. Even though I could attack and say, "Well, oh, our cookware is better," blah blah blah. If I can just sense that this person is already uh, anti-sales or they're just like not really engaging in this appointment to the level that I'd like them to, then I'm not going to fight that battle. Right? I'm going to realize what battles I can win and which ones I can't. And for that reason, I'm going to use that to my advantage. If they say, "Oh no, our cookware is great," even if they say, "Like we have the this horrible cookware that I know all about that is horrible." I'm still going to be like, okay, perfect. I just want to make sure that you're taken care of. Sounds like you have some some really good cookware. So let me just show you some things that actually might be beneficial for you. And then proceed, right? And then I'm always just using verbiage that is like, I'm here to help you. I'm here to help you with everything that I do. And uh, a lot of times that really comes evident to the customer when you are willing to offsell something or willing to accept one of their objections on something, and even that same customer right there, I I might even go back to the cookware later, like once they have uh, trust in me, and then I say, wait, hold on, what cookware did you say that you had again? Oh, got it. That, that sounds pretty good. Um, Do you mind if I say something about it? Blah, blah, blah. Right. And then and then just lead into it back that way. So don't think that like you off sell something means like you'll never sell it ever again. In, in cases like the wine opener exa- example I gave before, right? No one in the right mind is still going to buy it after I tell them something like that. Uh, but it's just say something that implies that you don't make commission. You want that customer thinking like, is this just a cashier? Is this just like a really knowledgeable cashier that keeps recommending? more products i don't know but i trust them and uh, i will make a purchase with them so that is sales tactic number seven the off sell or say something that a salesman wouldn't say go listen to the other episodes guys and make sure you get that free course make sure you're subscribed all the other things guys it helps out so much i appreciate you and i will talk to you on thursday